But a Merry Christmas to all of you. You know, what a great joy and blessing for us to be here tonight. I don't know about you, but there would be no better place to be than here celebrating this great mystery of the Father's love for us. No better place to be, unless that place would be heaven. How many of you want to be in heaven tonight? That's not many of you. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to comment on that. You know, the celebration of Christmas has its humble beginnings in the response of a young virgin girl who found herself in an encounter with an angel, inviting her into a mystery of grace, inviting her to, into a mystery of hope, into a mystery of love. And as we all know, Mary, Mary didn't really know what to make of this encounter. Recall her own questioning. She says, how can this be? How can this be? How can it be that Mary, a virgin, should expect a child, the long-awaited Messiah, no less? How can this be? You know, from a human perspective, this is quite an impossible, impossible reality. For some, perhaps even a delusion. Many people even today have difficulty in believing that this beautiful, believing in this beautiful reality of Christmas. But Mary received her answer. What did she hear? Nothing is impossible for God for God. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, she heard. The Holy Spirit, the very power of God, the deep and profound love between the Father and Son has led us to the miracle of Christmas which we celebrate tonight. God, because his love is beyond all telling, he chose to enter into the world, not in some extravagant way, but through a child wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a hay trough, a feeding trough for cows, surrounded by a few of the most unassuming people that you would ever meet. My dear friends, Christmas is not just a, an historical event that happened over 2,000 years ago. It's a living reality. It's a timeless story without end. A story for you and I to encounter every day. Because the real grace of Christmas is an encounter with Jesus Christ. And certainly he himself is extraordinary and mysterious and more wonderful than we can possibly imagine. But think about this. Now in our life today, in your life in this moment, think about this. Jesus wants to meet us on our level, right where we are. I don't know what your faith is like. I don't know how much you're deeply in love with Jesus. But the celebration, in this celebration of Christmas, Jesus wants to meet us on our own level, right where we are. And perhaps the greatest lesson of the incarnation is precisely 
that God wants to meet us. He wants to befriend us right where we are. For today a Savior is born to you, Christ the Lord. He's born for you, each one of you. The Savior is born for you, Christ the Lord. Christmas is God's gift to each and every one of us. He wants to meet us on our own level right where we are and then lead you and me to a deeper life in Him. That's why we're here tonight, to be led into a deeper life in Him. You know, when I was growing up, for me, Christmas was celebrated much the same way it is in our culture today. I don't see if this is your own reflection, but you know, about a week or two prior to Christmas, the whole family helped to decorate the Christmas tree. Young Christmas itself was wonderful. It was a fun holiday. We kids got toys, right? The family came together to share gifts. We had a special meal. It was nice family time. But I don't recall the truest meaning of Christmas as having been an intentional focus in our gathering. It was just another holiday. It was more like soft music that could be heard in the background if one was paying attention. And then after Christmas, the soft music went silent. What's been your experience? But in my late to mid, mid to late 20s, as I went on this search for the Lord, Things happened. The Lord met me on my own level, right where I was, sin and all. What really happened, more important than me seeking the Lord, was allowing him to find me and show me what love really is. And as I began to grow in my relationship with the Lord Jesus, my celebrations of Christmas took on a whole new, different meaning. It wasn't just a nice holiday to celebrate with family and friends. It took on a whole new meaning. The true meaning of Christmas came alive. You know, we heard in the gospel, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. The real grace of Christmas became an encounter with Jesus this great light and his merciful love. Jesus. Jesus being born into this world is the very face of the Father's mercy. Have we opened our heart to receive this mercy? He came to set us free, Jesus. Came into this world to set us free from everlasting unhappiness, both in this life and in the life to come. He came to bring peace to our hearts and to our lives, but we only have to open our hearts to it. All it takes is the simple, humble, childlike faith and surrender. It must become the desire of our hearts the deepest desire of our hearts. When the Son of God was born into the world, everything changed. We are no longer alone and forsaken. Sin no longer has power over us. The true light has come to illumine our lives to dispel the darkness of sin. Again, this child has been born to us. He has been given to us. God, God humbled himself 
Almighty God humbled himself and became one of us. In the birth of Jesus, this little child, wrapped in swaddling clothes, assumed our frailty and our suffering and our anxieties, our desires and our limitations. With Jesus, the everyday circumstances of the human condition become occasions of divine revelation for us and grace-filled salvation. With Jesus, everything in our daily life becomes a moment of encounter. That's what we celebrate tonight. You in the gospel, we heard the angels first announce the good news to whom? Did you get that? To whom? The shepherds. The shepherds revealing that a savior was born for them. This is not coincidental. It's important because the shepherds were the lowest class of people in that society. There was no class of people lower than the shepherds. And being the first to hear about this birth shows us that God took flesh among a suffering and insignificant people, the humble and the lowly, people who were unassuming, opening to receiving the gift of God, were the ones who saw this light. Because this light cannot be seen by the arrogant, the proud, and the conceited. It cannot be seen by them. They don't have the lenses to see the magnificent glory of what that reveals. Our Christian response must be the same as God's response to our littleness. It mustn't be different. Life must be met with goodness, with profound humility, and with deep love. When you and I, when we realize that God is in love with our littleness, have you ever thought about that? That God is in love with your littleness. When we realize that God is in love with our littleness, that is, in becoming flesh to dwell among us, he made himself small in order to better encounter us. So we cannot but help open our hearts to him Perhaps praying these words, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, help me to be like you. Lord Jesus, give me what I need most in the difficult circumstances of life. Lord Jesus, give me your grace in the face of every need. And give me your humility in the face of every conflict. Lord Jesus, help me to see my life in the light of your love. You know, our world may seem to be in shambles, if you just watch the news. It may seem like there's no real progress toward unity and peace, toward love and mercy. Suffering and injustice and poverty still exists. We read about it every day, about the war and violence, about hunger, sickness, and despair. It's everywhere in the news. The message of Jesus reveals that our situation is difficult but not so difficult that there is no solution, no way out. In the message of Christmas, we can be certain that God 
has not let us down. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and became man. Let us hear clearly the message of the angel to the shepherds in the field of Bethlehem. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Christmas did not bring an end to life sufferings at all, but it brought the dawn of true hope given by Christ Jesus, the Word made flesh. You know, if we think about it, if we think about it, <clears throat> we human beings have made a real mess of this beautiful world that God has put under our care. Ever since original sin darkened our minds and poisoned our hearts, we have all felt the sting of loneliness and regret, remorse, this interior division in our hearts. Truly, we have all sinned and rebelled against God. But still, God hasn't given up on us. God hasn't given up on you. He is more powerful than the world's selfishness. His light is brighter than the darkest, uh, the darkest darkness. His love is firm and faithful like the mountains. His wisdom is deep and ever flowing like the oceans. His goodness is endless, like the sky or the sands on the seashore. God hasn't given up on us and he never will give up on us. This is the message of Christmas. In the birth of Jesus, God is truly close to each one of us. And he wants, he wants, he wants to meet us, each of us, where we are in our relationship with him. And he wants to lead us to himself, giving us true peace and true hope in our lives. Jesus desires to draw you and me deeper into this relationship. Not a relationship in the head, but a relationship that, that's here that drives everything we do. Where we will come to know love in a deeper way, leading us to love in a deeper way. And the world will then be transformed by love in a new way. This is the true meaning of Christmas. No one, no one, whether shepherd or wise man, can approach God here below except by kneeling before the manger at Bethlehem and adoring his hidden, him hidden in the weakness of a newborn child. So perhaps, perhaps, sometime in this Christmas season, perhaps each of us can make the time to kneel before the manger, either here in this church or in your own church or before the nativity sets in your homes and pray, seeking love, a love born into the world in humble surroundings and culminating through a death on a tree. So my dear friends, may God bless all of you and I wish you all a very Merry Christmas.